You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 288, Scott. That's right, John. Episode 288 after a one-week layoff, I think, right? One week? One week. It seems longer, though. Yeah. Is that because of the holiday season? I missed you. I missed you, too, John. Well, you didn't come to my gig or anything. Why didn't I? Oh, you know why I didn't? Yeah, that's something I can talk about. I went to see Mary Poppins, John. How about that? (laughs) I, I wonder about you sometimes. That was something man. else. No, it was it? You that, know, my favorite is Fisher with the Yemen. And we went to see Barry Poppins. The, in Lincolnshire Theater. Uh-huh. You know, that one where the, it's yeah. a circle? Yes. Like uh, the audience sits around. Right. The, it was a really good production, okay. but it was it was like an hour and 40 minutes. I like the Witches of Eastwick. Went and saw that, too. <laughs> hey, these are very talented yeah. people. Uh, the <laughs> woman who played Mary Poppins was dead on. She was really good. Everybody in the cast was really good. Even the two kids were good. Yeah. Yeah. Great singing voices. Really nice. And uh, I thought, while I was watching this, there's uh, music is a big part of it, John. I don't know if you've ever seen Mary Poppins. Yes. I haven't. I've never seen it. So I, this is like the first time I saw it was on stage. I never saw the Dick Van Dyke... Uh, it was a Disney movie, right, John? Right? A Disney Disney, Disney movie? Disney. Which I want to see now. Um, but I never one? saw that. No, no, no. The, Mary Poppins? Yeah. Is there a new one? Are they making a new one? They're making some movie with Tom Hanks. I think he's... Uh, oh, that's... He's uh, Walt Disney. Plays it's, Walt yeah. Disney. Walt Disney. And it's, maybe it's Mr. about Banks. that. It's about the making of the movie Mary Poppins. Is that what yeah. it's about? Uh, I think I yes. read about that, yeah. So I'm um, just really blown away by the music, and I think, wow, how do they how do they sync up the music with the performances? It's so great. Where's the mixing room? Where's where's the guy with the records or whatever he's doing, right? And then my son points out that there's a whole orchestra behind this one wall that I wasn't even I didn't even notice. Oh Jesus! There's a whole live orchestra. It's called the pit. <laughs> it's the pit. Right. And I didn't even see it, uh, Dad. Oh, dude. Dummy, it's over here. But we went to um, uh, we went to eat at uh, the place used to be called Flatlanders. Yeah. Was that what it's called? Flatlanders. That's where my wife snapped off on the... Uh, remember we went there for, yes. for like it a was uncalled preliminary for. let's like friends and family. It was like an opening night. Opening night Flatlanders, yeah. they invite the staff's family in <laughs> so they can run through everything, make sure they right. got all their shit Dry together before they open to the public. So we get invited for free fucking food, right? <laughs> free food, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, free food, I don't care, whatever. But we were waiting for, what, 45 minutes at the bar? Two hours. Was it two hours? 45. I don't think it was that long. It was yes, like 45 was. minutes. We we went, my, And your wife was pregnant at yeah, the time. Yeah, seven months. <laughs> And uh, we sit down. Finally, we get a table. We're sitting there. Nobody offers us drinks or bread or anything. And my wife's had it. She just has had it. And I go, well, let's go. Then we'll go somewhere else to eat. And uh, she just says, can you get the manager? Can you get the manager? And the manager comes over, and she just goes off. 
we've been sitting here for two hours and then here and then nobody offered us drinks or a menu or bread or anything. I'm seven months pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) And we get up and we walk out and you go, that was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I remember her standing up when she did that. Yeah. She just stood up. Mental. Yeah. And uh, we ended up at the Outback, I think. Did we? Yeah. Boy, I would have. Uh, my memories, we stayed. My memories for no, shit. No, we didn't stay. I lost we my left. wallet twice. Well, I misplaced my wallet twice this week. <laughs> and I went bananas for like 45 minutes trying to find it. And then when I found it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Duh. Like, I completely erased that memory of putting it where I put it. My mind is going, John. Duh. Yeah. Is that me? I know. No. Please take out your tongues and lick my face. Lick me up. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the reason I couldn't make your gig. Actually, I could. We got out of Mary Poppins at like 1030. Yeah. But I was fucking beat because... uh, Beat. I've been working, like I said, John, I've been working 40, like 40 hours, hours a week. week. Wow. It's unbelievable. They want me to work over the weekend, too. Uh, uh, and I got to be on call, and then I got to I gotta be up at like 3 a.m. talking to people Welcome in Welcome to the real world, Talking my to people at IBM, and it's just, uh, it's just India. horrible. Horrible, John. What do they pay you? I give you 50 goat. This one guy I'm talking to, the guy works God. with me. The guy sits two seats away from me at work. I've known him for like a year, and I actually now I need him to do something for me. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to this guy. It's like talking to a fucking seven-year-old. <laughs> I got to repeat things like ten times, and he nods like, yeah, I get it. I get it. And then I ask him a question. He's like, what? No, what? What did you say? What do you mean? Okay, l- let me go over this one All more right. time. What did you say? <laughs> Is he Indian? He is. How did uh, you know? Because <laughs> I have the same problem. Nothing against Indians. It's just they do a lot of that, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, so maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe it's not polite for them to say no or I something. If you don't understand me, tell me you don't understand me. Just yeah. keep nodding yes. <laughs> exactly. But so I could have gone and probably caught the second and third set, but I was just beat, man. Beat. We rocked it, man. That's what I heard. We rocked that little bar. I heard that uh, you rocked three sets and then a whole new crowd came in and you repeated the whole first set. Just about, yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. And I heard you saw somebody there. Yes. That uh, surprised the both of us there, John. The yeah, both sh- of us. Should we call I him? think we should call him right now and find out what the hell is going on. All right. Get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Because my feelings are hurt. Unbelievable. I'll tell you that right now, John. I was dismayed that you weren't there with him. <laughs> He's not going to answer. I wonder if he's got his phone programmed to say <laughs> that it's me and you calling him. Hello. Hello. Hey, TP. What's up, man? Hey, man. I can't talk. I'm Why working. not? Oh, come on. Take a five-minute <laughs> oh, break. 
can't. I'm, I'm leaving. Hey, dude, get, dude, you show up in town. You show up at John's gig. You don't even call me, man. What's up with that? Hey, man. Hey, man. I'll, I'll call you back. Yeah, you better. Bye. Take a break. Call us back. Get to the bottom of this story. <laughs> See, now he's got time to come up with an excuse. <laughs> so what happens? My good friend, Tony Paul, TP. Bog! <laughs> my good friend, TP, comes into town, doesn't even tell me. He shows up at this place that you're playing yeah. at. He's surprised to see you. And when you ask him, hey, where's Scott? Yeah. What does he say? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Is he coming? <laughs> I don't know. I go, so he doesn't know you're here? You're not here with him? No. No, it's my cousin's birthday. I didn't know you guys were playing here. How's the kids? Yeah. How's yeah. the kids? So Tony lives like two hours away, you know, and he rolls into town. Doesn't even tell me he's yeah. here. Doesn't even tell me. You know, he almost went. That's how he rolls. He almost went to Eagle River with my uncle without me, <laughs> like two weeks ago. But he couldn't get off of work. <laughs> but he was going to do that. Like he's he's a part of my family, but he can't call me to tell me that he's in town. Fuck face. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck face. Fuck face. He's got some splaining to do, Fuck John. Face. <laughs> Fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Then I'm talking to him, and uh, somebody, somebody, somebody said to me, uh, Oh, it was Phil. Hey, is that the Stever that just walked in? Just some bald guy came walking in with, not bald, but with like hair on the sides. Yeah, like Steve. Yeah, and yeah. it looked like him. And yeah, that, no, that's not him. First of all, if he, if he did come in and they were charging him, he wouldn't come in. Because they were taking a cover at the door. He would have gone, oh, never mind. $5? What? Yeah. He'd have blown it off. Oh, so getting back to uh, the, the show there, Mary Poppins there. Yeah. Flatlanders is now called Eddie Merlot's. Yeah. And it was really, really good. Would you have? Really good. I had like ahi tuna salad. My my son had you can't uh, screw that up. I mean, macaroni and cheese with the chicken yeah. breast, and it, it was just he didn't like the macaroni and cheese because it was like real macaroni and yeah. cheese, not like that craft bullshit. Right. So I I got to eat half of that, and the chicken breast was really good. <laughs> what did my wife get? I can't even remember, but it was good. Yeah, and then we said, hey, I would like. Uh, to try the house Cabernet, the Eddie Merlot Cabernet. Yeah, we're out of that. All right. Well, give me the Eddie Merlot. You mean the Eddie Merlot Merlot? <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. No, whatever. <laughs> you mean the Eddie Merlot Merlot Merlot? Just give me one of those. <laughs> Hustle up. How was it? It was great. Yeah. Yeah. So they're a a, vi a vineyard, a winery. I don't know. I would assume so. Yeah, <laughs> but they were out of the Eddie Merlot Cabernet. You see, John. Nice. Yeah. Yes, but it was very, very good. 
So, any gigs coming up for you? Yeah, the 20th of December. Where's that at? Lee Street Sports Oh, yeah. I love that place. I know the bartenders, man. Yes, and you're quite a dancer at that place. Yes. I think they're looking for... uh, Another uh, an encore performance from you. Who's looking for that? The, the bar. bartenders. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. You mean the bar? They commented. They said, "Yeah, yeah we want to have you guys back." Put you this had that guy, one guy totally with the fedora. We're going to was... get him a pole. <laughs> a pole. They're actually um, they're talking about putting in lights and a sound system and a stage. They're they're not going to have it, I don't think, for that gig. But they're talking about really dressing it up. And I heard a rumor that the Beacon was going to be sold or something. They're going to put a CVS. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because the the new owners of the Beacon, they it's a fucking train wreck over there. Yeah. The food has gone downhill. The service is downhill. Ugh. Yeah. But oh, the memories at the Beacon. The, mem- the oh, memories. Oh, tell me about it. Memories. Now, when you think your top five Beacon memories, what's number one? I think I know what it is. What's that? Oh, yeah. You're getting kicked in the head with a giant fucking soccer ball. What's that? That is the funniest goddamn thing ever. Well, there was one time I scared. I scared. No, it wasn't. It was during the, the World Cup, the World Cup, and it was this giant inflatable f- fake soccer ball, like promotional <laughs> soccer ball, and uh, <laughs> and Bones kicked it, and it went right off your skull. <laughs> it was great. Didn't I try to kick it then? Yeah, I... you tried to kick it, and you mi- you missed, <laughs> and your foot landed on top of it, and you fell over. <laughs> That has to be one of my favorite memories of all time. It was like the Subruder film, though, the way that thing launched. I don't think he kicked it. I think he punched it. It was like hanging between the, the you know, where the glass, they used to have glass up between the bar and yeah, the yeah. restaurant part. And it was hanging in between there, and he punched it really hard, and it, it just shot across the room. <laughs> Well, it's your head, like, <laughs> it caromed off your head, and your head, like, bounced to the left. It was it was total Sapruder, man. Well, what turns it up a notch is, at the time, I was going for broke. Yeah, so. yeah, you're talking to somebody. Yeah. I'm going to go for broke here. I overheard that, too. <laughs> hey, I'm going, for, I'm going to go for broke here. I remember that because somebody was whipping like fucking Twinkies or something around that night, and uh, it got all over my cases and stuff. And yeah, that was a crazy night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had some fun times there playing gigs. Yeah, the one gig, uh, I think you were playing drums. We did a Halloween gig, and uh, Deidre was um, Deidre and I were from Natural Born Killers. Yeah. Was that the Halloween that Tony Papucci dressed yeah, up as me? Yeah, he dressed up as you. <laughs> that was a great gig. That the was a Papooch. lot of fun. Yeah. And then weren't we the judges of the Halloween <sighs> costume contest? Yes. Yeah. And Deidre's yeah. brother won because he was Hellraiser. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was fun. Dan was a smiley face. Oh, and that's when Elvis came up and yeah. played with us. I think that's out on YouTube, John. Yeah. yeah. For crying out loud. Somewhere. It is. We should post that to Facebook. Yeah. It's a beacon memory that we're talking about right now, John. Right now. 
Brandy. He was uh, like a marching band guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were you, a cow? I think so. My son went to uh, to school as a cow. He wore the same <laughs> costume I had uh, for Halloween. Uh, he was supposed to paint his face angry, so he was mad cow. Get it? A my, mad cow. My other beacon memory, which is not really a memory, uh, I went to, uh, when I was working at this nonprofit organization, we ended up there, and they had karaoke. Yeah. And I started drinking um, something new for me. It was uh, cranberry vodka <laughs> and 7-Up. And I signed up for karaoke. I signed up for all these Elvis songs. And then I show up the next Monday at work, and I'm like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But, you know, I signed up for karaoke. They never called me up there. And everybody was at work was like, what? Dude, what are you talking about? You went up like three or four times. You sang Elvis as Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Where were smartphones then, John? Yeah. Bones, Scotty, Spock. <laughs> the ship, the crew. <laughs> You're not anything but a hound dog. <laughs> You're not anything. <laughs> you did the grammatically correct Jim Kirk Elvis yes. impersonation. And then I have other memories, John, I can't even talk about. Just can't yeah, even right. can't even discuss. They're so right. fucking phenomenal at the Beacon Tap. Well, the other cool thing about the Beacon is Brian was a bartender there yeah. forever. So we never had to pay for a right. drink, ever. Well, we'd give him a 20, and he'd give us, like, 19 singles and four quarters back. <laughs> <laughs> he got in trouble for that eventually, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. I think they made a training video with him, like, on it, <laughs> what not to do. Yeah, yeah, but Wednesday night, they used to have quarter beer night. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day. Well, now, even if you go now, like on a weekend, um, it's almost like a reunion. You see people that, well, I yeah. guess the last couple of times I've been there, it's actually been a reunion. <laughs> so I guess that's why I see that's people. right. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. It's not like that anymore. Mm-mm. It's not, John. There's nobody there. It's not. It's not. So that that's a rumor, or is that confirmed? They're going to knock it's that place down? It's a rumor. I don't know. Somebody. 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 Build a CVS? That's what I heard. So we need another pharmacy, uh, John. <laughs> Pharmaceutical. CVS. That's exactly it. Today I was watching uh, the Today Show on Today. Just today? Just today. And Richard Dreyfus was on, and he revealed that he suffers from bipolar disorder. And he didn't figure it out. Until he was like 19 Um But he was always like super happy Like all the time And um When he finally figured it out They got him counseling and he got this Medication That kind of even evened him out And uh What's the matter with being happy all the time Well he was to the point where like they'd have to Grab him by the ankles and bring him back Down to earth cause he like He'd start talking randomly and and nonsensically and just and get louder and louder. Um, and he said he never really got depressed. Like can't come. He wouldn't come way down. He'd just go way up. And it was like too much. So 
um, he got the counseling and he got this medication. And after so many years, the company canceled. They, they stopped making the medication. So he wrote a letter to the uh, president of the company. And the guy called him and said, hey, man, uh, I'm sorry, but we're not making this anymore. And he says, well, why? It's helping people. It helps me. It helps all these other people. He goes, well, there's only like 3,000 people that it helps. And there's really no money in it. And it's like... That's why I'm so fucking that, cynical, John. That was like the... He was like, what? Are, what are you saying? Are you listening to yourself? And that was the end of the phone call. So, you know, you think about it. Realistically, drugs are not there to help you. They're there to make money. Right, and... and- Think about when we were growing up. There was what a Rexall, yeah. maybe one Rexall, and, Rexall. And you'd have to go to Jewel Osco maybe to get a prescription. Called it the Rexall. Now, isn't if there's you the could drive get a, through? Yeah, you can get a prescription at a fucking gas station. Yeah, I now. picked up my <laughs> I picked up my script over at. Uh, so, I I went to the doctor uh, uh, Friday. Friday, yeah. Because I took the day off. We were going downtown for the weekend. And uh, I took Friday off because I had to go see him. Because I had to go get to get in to see this uh, gastrointestinal specialist. And he, he didn't book me till like the 12th of December. My doctor's like, that's no good. Come into my office. Uh, we'll call him. So he calls him. They got me changed to tomorrow. And um, while I'm there, I have to get a prescription refilled. And I said, listen, look, Look. uh, the script you gave me, it's only for 50 milligrams of atenolol. I'm supposed to take 75. Uh, It got upgraded. So right now I'm taking two pills. So can you change it? Yeah, sure. So he writes me a script for 50 milligrams. Take one and a half a day equals 75, right? But he writes out the number of pills, 135, and some other prescription he gives me, a couple of prescriptions. So I take it in. Uh, oh, one was an anti-nausea prescription. So I bring it in to the Walgreens. I said, you know, it's going to be about an hour. Is that okay? I said, well, can I come to the drive-thru to pick it? Oh, sure. I'm thinking, what the fuck? This is awesome. I don't even... I could just drop them off at the drive-thru and pick them up at the drive-thru. I don't have to go in anymore. Less exercise. Excellent. Really? Yeah. Really? That's what you thought? <laughs> Less exercise? <laughs> really? No, no, I didn't. I, I actually don't like standing in the Walgreens lines. It just seems like every time I go there and I just get like a bottled water or something... I'm in a line for like 10 minutes because some lady's got 500 fucking coupons and she's doing her entire grocery shopping at Walgreens. So it's really irritating. So I thought, and, and the same thing with the pharmacy, there's like 10 people waiting. And, um, so I drop it off. I come back a couple hours later and she says, uh, she gives me the one script. I go, where's the other one? What's the other one for? A tenolol. Uh, hold on. Oh, your insurance denied it. What are you talking about? I've been taking this for five weeks. She goes, um, 
uh, something with your doctor's order here, the quantity or some something like that. I said, well, I'm out of pills today. I need like I need the I need that shit now. She goes, all right, um, we'll call you and let you know. So I got to drive downtown and I'm not going to have my meds, man, you know. And if it wasn't for insurance, I'd be paying even for the generic through the fucking nose on this stuff. Well, they sorted it out. He made a mistake on the quantity. I don't know why he put 135, because I don't think that even equals one and a half or whatever. I I don't know how you divide that up, but they came back with uh, 45. So 30 days supply, basically. Um... And uh, so I was good to go. But I thought about it, and I'm thinking, every time I see my doctor, he's giving me another fucking medication. You know, for the uric acid, the blood pressure, because that one wasn't working, this one, that you know. And all it is is just a fucking, it's, it's a scam. It's a, it's a money factory. Here's what it is, and here's why chiropractors are uh, successful. Is because medic, and we've talked about this before. Medicine is a reactive approach. You're reacting to something. Where yeah. chiropractors promote proactive. You need to do this and do that, and proactively take care of this stuff. And you won't have to take medicine later on. And some of the stuff that they promote is really good. It's really healthy. But some of the shit is just pseudoscience, and it's bullshit, and it's nonsense. Right, uh, but that's why chiropractors thrive is because of this reactive approach to medicine, yeah. which is pharmacy and drugs and medicine. And that story about—I um, mean, I'm not saying it doesn't—it's not helping. It doesn't cure anything, so you're dependent on it until you can find a way. Yes, but the way. Let's talk about the way, John. Let's talk about the way. And I know this is hard. It's very hard. <laughs> Exercise and diet. Yeah, I got it. The There's a guy that way. works that I work with. He takes blood pressure, blood thinner, uh, and a statin. And he runs as much as you. He's a fucking seventh Dan black belt. Uh, he he boxes. He racquetballs. He does all that shit, and he takes. That's the only the three I know. He's told me he takes a handful of meds every day. He didn't smoke. He hasn't smoked in. He smoked probably twenty years ago. But uh, yeah, he he exercises. He eats a decent diet, and he's on all that shit. Yeah, but but the thing is, uh, you see, you're uh, to me when I hear this, you're making excuses, right? Exactly. You're, you're so. <laughs> There's genetics that are in play, and and yeah. there's nothing he can do about his genetics, right. right? And he does all that shit, but he still has to take these drugs. Um, and the guys, he's in shape, he runs, whatever, but he still has. To, how old is he? He's uh, fifty-five. Yeah. So genetically, he, you know, it didn't work out for him, right? So he's yeah. got to do this stuff. So are you thinking, your thought process is, well, look at this guy. This guy fucking does all that shit, and he's still got to take drugs. So why should I even fucking bother? Exactly. Fuck it. 
Yeah, so, you know, um, when I was indexing the last show, <laughs> I, I listened to the show, right? And yeah. It didn't occur to me at the time, but when you were talking about exercise being boring yeah. and diet, yeah, you know, I'm dieting, but exercise is fucking boring. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, yes, but for the last, I don't know, eight months, how long has it been? You have been... You've been anxious. You've had yeah. stress. You you uh, miserable, 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 miserable. Wouldn't you trade that for a little boredom? I would. I would trade it for a little boredom. <laughs> I certainly would. <laughs> Exercise sucks, man. It hurts. All right, it's so painful. we we got to find something that doesn't hurt, and and uh, you know what that involves, John. What's that? A speedo and some goggles. A speedo and yeah. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get my wife to swim in her alumni meet, and she said, "No fucking way." When's her alumni meet? It's, I'll swim uh, in it. It's some sort of fundraiser. It's. Uh, Can I go? Couple of weeks, yeah. Because I've been I've been working. She's out, not going to do it. She's gonna she's gonna volunteer and be involved. Where'd she go not. to East Leiden? Yeah. Hey, tell her if she can ask her if she can get yeah. me in. I'll yeah. swim an event, no doubt. Right on, because they used to have alumni meets at Maine West, yeah. and then they stopped when this one coach left because of the liability. My son's a wrestler. Did I tell you that? No, you didn't tell me. He was. I knew he's on the yeah. football team. He's on the wrestling team now. He's a wrestler, just like his old man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, but he's better than me. All right, so we'll talk to your wife. We'll get me in that meet, and then. But let's get back to you. All right. <laughs> no, let's get off of me, man. Get Come off on. of me. Uh, Drumming—that's a form of yeah. exercise, right? You're using your arms, your legs. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to do it, man. Because of work. Because yeah, as so- as soon as I get I I get up, I go to work. I'm there till six. 6.30, I get home, have something to eat, catch up with the kids, uh, and then I'm just like, I can't, I'm ready for bed. You know, I can't, uh, I can't even keep my fucking eyes open. You get a lunch break? Yeah, but sometimes I, it's, it's whatever I can get. An hour? Yeah, if All I right. can. So here's what we'll do. Sometimes I go over and walk through the mall. There you go. And you don't even eat lunch. Skip a meal. Oh, I, I can't do that. Go and walk I'll and skip a meal. pass out. What, you pass out? Come on. <laughs> You're not going to pass out. Yeah, yeah, man. Dude, man, I lived on chocolate milk for a fucking week. <laughs> I never passed out. You're retarded. There's, Aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. But who's the one complaining <laughs> about their health issues? You're going to be talking about your estrogen levels pretty soon we'll talk with all about that, that running we'll, around. That <laughs> we'll get doing. to that story. Did you find that story? No. Well, you've got to find that because we got to talk about that. I have things to say about that, John. <laughs> that is the flip side of exercising too much or something like that. You know what else I heard is uh, rhabdo. Uh, rhabdo. 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 It's a form of, um, it happens to people, they get like crushed in buildings, their muscles get crushed and, and it, it, um, lets some sort of chemical go through their, their body and it fries their kid kidneys. And what the hell is it? It's called rhabdo... 
rhabdomyolysis. You're looking for articles that support the theory that by exercising, you do damage to the body? Yeah. So by building up muscle, you can damage your kidneys? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, all right, so <laughs> you've got this mental I got thing it all going figured on. out, man. I got an argument for every one of yours. Right, right. Yeah. Exercise is bad for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm thinking about that, too, and I think, <laughs> you know, when uh, I got married, I had kids, and, and I tried to stay active, but it was hard, and then about a year and a half ago, I just said, hey, fuck it. I'm just going to start being active again. That's what yeah. I like to do. That's who I am. And I got back in shape. But it was hard for me. And I was always active. Like, before I got married, when I think about it, I was really, really active. Like, I was always on the move doing something. Running or swimming or playing basketball. And, and that's how I am now. But even getting back into that was hard. Now, and, yeah. and then when I think about somebody like you, who was a wrestler in high school. Yeah. But then after high school, you know, what? You're a drummer and what? That's it. You tried running with Joe after you got stoned. You would run a mile. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked, man. And it you hated oh, it. I hated it. I enjoyed it, and it was difficult for me to get back into it. And for somebody who's never really... And and on the show, you say, I'm fucking bored by exercise. And you want to do anything but fucking exercise. Well, I like to lift weights. I go, that's probably the only thing that I really like to do. Um, I remember when I did wrestling and when I did actually exercise, it was all weightlifting. It was none of this cardio running around BS, unless it was uh, work-related. You know, I used to unload and load trucks by hand for a living. Um, That's probably why my back is all fucked up, but from the twisting motion. Or when I got pushed off a garage roof. But anyway, um, yeah, it was active. And... It was lifting. That kind of shit I like to. I used to like to do. I mean, even gigging, I used to love uh, carrying two giant speakers on my shoulders, you know, through the door. They used to call me one trip more. Bonk! Because I used to try and carry as much shit as I could in one trip. So lifting is part of it, right? You yeah. want to build muscle mass. Yeah. You want to build a bigger engine. But I could get rhabdo. More calories. I could get rhabdo. What, I don't. I've never fucking <laughs> heard of that until you just mentioned rhabdo it. Something is, with the kidneys. It's if rhabdo is. Um, here, here's what it, it is. It happens to people who get crushed by trains. No. and but it also happens it's to people. It's a condition who- in which damaged <laughs> skeletal muscle tissue breaks down rapidly. Uh, breakdown products of damaged muscle cells are well, released on. into the bloodstream. And you're really worried about that? That's and what you're really worried some about. Some of these, such as protein myoglobin, are uh, harmful to the kidneys and may lead to kidney failure. And it is the... Um, it, Uncle Rabdo is a cartoon that depicts an exhausted yet well-muscled clown connected to a di- dialysis machine standing next to some workout equipment. This is a uh, literature that they pass around. It's a kind of a deep, dark, unknown secret of CrossFit training. Okay. 
So this <laughs> That's what's gonna happen to you, man. You're gonna have Uncle <laughs> yeah, Rabdo. I'm gonna have Rabdo. Yes. My kidneys are gonna fail because I'm I'm doing dips <laughs> at the community center. <laughs> at the old people's home playing shuffleboard and dips. <laughs> so, dude, on the show, we've talked about confirmation bias and cognitive dissonance yes. before. Yes. And this is the greatest fucking example yes. right here. I so hate exercise. I fucking hate it. That it's I will, got, I will search be bad for, for you. and find on the internet a reason not to exercise, yes. and it's called rabdo. <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> oh, just one. Let you me have find more. more. You have more examples. <laughs> I got to do more research, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> And estrogen. I don't want my estrogen levels going up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pose this question. <laughs> the shit you're dealing with right now. Yeah. You still take Xanax, right? Yeah. Uh, did you have to take Xanax when you went downtown for the light festival? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Come on. So the Xanax. It's for a different reason. All right. Okay. <laughs> it is. It's for a different reason. Why? Because you're scared of heights? What? No. Because uh, I've been having these uh, these abdominal issues with the nausea and the uh, uh, the uh, post-colosisectomy syndrome. So what I was concerned about was I was going to go down there and wake up fucking nauseous and ruin everybody's time so I get all like worked up about it and uh, it turned out everything was kind of okay I got a little sick um, on Saturday it's weird it's like uh, I have all these issues I I'll explain it off air and I have a appointment with this doctor but it has nothing to do with diet and exercise it's physiological uh, symptoms from uh, my surgery. Yes, I, I I would agree with that, but it is a, a mental issue because of your current condition, right? Yeah, but that that has nothing to do with my weight. They didn't go. You you have uh, a gallbladder that's not functioning properly because you're overweight. They said it's common that that happens. Lots of people have it. My sister-in-law had it. She's very fit. She's a runner. Right. Uh, most people that I know who've had theirs removed are are fit. In great health. Would so, you say fit? Yeah. Now, after they have it removed, are they experiencing these same things? Yeah, some of them are. I, I found out. I was talking to some people. Hey, you know what happened to me? Uh, I was talking to somebody at the gig whose wife, for a year was having the same exact symptoms. She had a barium enema, uh, uh, upper GI barium swallow and, and exam. She had an ERCP, an MCRP, uh, or MRCP. The ERCP is where they put a camera down your throat, and it's got a little, little like, catheter that goes into your orifice of odi and, and checks out your biliary tract for any um, like scar tissue or, or uh, what do they call it? Adhesions 
where there's blockages or stones or sludge, and they remove it or they stent it, and um, they go all the way down into your duodenum, which is the entrance of your small intestine. Yes, duodenum. You mentioned that last yes. show. The duodenum. <laughs> the duodenum. <laughs> and um, and they couldn't find anything. They ended up finding out she had food allergies. Uh, Celiac disease. That's when I was asking you all those questions about your wife. Yeah, yeah. And uh, lactose intolerance. And yeah. what it is, is they said, it, it says 5 to 40% of people that have uh, a cholecystectomy, um, where their gallbladder is removed, could have uh, changes in, in bowel habits and... Uh, you know, pain and stomach cramps could get IBS, could get all kinds of shit going on because your liver is what creates the bile and your gallbladder is what stores it. So if you're eating a fatty meal and you need more bile to break it down, that sucker would squeeze some more in. It would save squeeze it. it out. Yeah. All right. So what are you saying? What you're saying and is... And I've had fucking kidney stones for... I don't need to diet for, and exercise. Is that what you're saying? No, I didn't say that. What are you I saying? I told you last week I need to diet and exercise. I know. I don't want to do it. I don't like it. <laughs> and I could get rhabdo. And you could get rhabdo. Yes. So, you would rather take Xanax and all <laughs> no, these other I wouldn't. things than diet and exercise. I'll find a way. To fix it all. How? We'll be fine. What's the way? I don't know. I'm Tell working me the on way. It. It's part of my research. It's Tell my me thesis. right now. I'm working on a thesis right now. So next show, you're going to have a thesis. No, you're going to explain to me. It's a long process. It what? could take years of years? research. I might need some help <laughs> with it. If you could help me. Two words, John. <laughs> Diet and exercise. That's three. What are the, what's the third one? And. <laughs> and. Diet and. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Two words for you. Jessica fucking Beals. <laughs> All right, enough about me. I know you love me so much. I do, John. I know. I that's appreciate why it. That's why I'm, I do appreciate I'm it. attempting this intervention. I, I, I do appreciate it. But let's move on. Let's not br bring down our, our fans, okay? The, I did get an email, John. You did? Yeah. Because we got so many calls. Zero. To be I exact. did get an email. The email's about you, and I since I've gotten the email, let me see the date I got the email. November 9th, 15th. November 15th, John! <laughs> How many days is that? What's the date? 26? 26. 11 days Yeah, I've been having anxiety about this email. So this email is from a listener. Who's they been having anxiety? Me. You? Why? Yes. They sent it to me. Why have you been having anxiety? Because <laughs> I don't know if I should, if I, I didn't know how to react to this email. So they sent it to me, and it's about you. Yeah. And it's about me, but it's mostly about you. Yes. And when I first got it, I'm like, should I send this to John? Should I let him see it before we talk about it on the show? Or should I just talk about it on the show? But it's a very concerned listener. Yeah. So I've been attempting to talk to you about this, about your health, who, and about who's diet the, and who's exercise. Who's the emailer? Who's the emailer? Yeah. They want to remain anonymous. That's oh, why well, they sent it to me. Oh, that's not fair. That is not fair. That's not fair. They do sign it a loyal listener. That's so they've been listening fair. a long time. 
So by that statement, by that's not fair. Yeah, that's not fair. Then I'm not gonna. I'm not. I gonna get bring to it up. confront my uh, accuser. Accuser. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if we're gonna go down this path, you got to reveal the I name. I thought it was when I read the email. I was very touched by this. Yeah. The, Did you cry? The, at all? I didn't cry. No, I did cry at a commercial this week, though. But I didn't <laughs> cry at this. Email. But when I read the email, I I I read the empathy and the sympathy, and I thought to myself, you know, I've been talking to you about this for a long time. Yeah, and I cannot change your mind on this. About diet and exercise, uh, maybe a, this this thing from the listener will get through to you, but um, I don't know if it would or not. Oh, I'm a hard sell, man. I, I'm a hard sell. Yes. I got to be ready. I got to be ready. Got to get the shoes, the outfit. I haven't bought all that stuff yet. So right. anyway, Sylvia so Brown on. died uh, this me, week. There's two quotes in here. I just want to read these two quotes, <laughs> oh, right? Christ. So these are See, quotes. I could have pulled these out of my ass. Do it anyway. I could have pulled these out of the web, yeah. the interface, uh-huh. the interwebs. <laughs> interface, right out of your inner ass. There's two great quotes in this email. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. <laughs> right on. <laughs> That's excellent. Don't be upset with the results that you didn't get with the work that you didn't do. Right. And finally... So who is that asshole that wrote that? Slow progress <laughs> is better than, than no, no progress. progress. Where did they get that off of... Uh, uh, I don't know where the they got those, biggest but those loser. touched me, man. <laughs> I was touched by that. That's beautiful. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, now moving along. Yes. Uh, what movies? So did why you don't see? you want to talk about this? Well, you want to move along. You want to yeah. move on with it. Well, Let's get on with it. I my think man. we've beaten this horse to beaten death. <laughs> I don't think so. Diet and exercise, man. Got it. I think we should change I the name it. of the show to <laughs> Diet and Exercise with John and Scott. That's great. <laughs> That's a good idea, and we'll do it at your house. All right. Well, oh, that. yeah. Okay, let's start doing the show at your house. All right. That'll go over like a lead balloon. It will go over fantastically, Yes, John. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It will. Yes. Yes, it will. It won't. <laughs> there will be a lot of, um, I'm trying to have a show here. You're being very rude <laughs> while you talk to your kids every time they walk in. You're being rude. What are you talking I'm about? I'm having a show. <laughs> You're being so rude. I don't. I don't have a memory yeah. of this. Is this when I skyped in one yes. time? Yes. Yes. <laughs> my uh-huh. kids interrupted yes. me. Yes. Was it my daughter? Yes. Because yeah, my uh-huh. daughter tells me I'm rude all the time. Yeah. So I'd like to throw that back in her face. Yeah. When she's being rude to me. Yeah. All right, being moving rude on. To you, John. I call. She answers the phone. Your girlfriend's on the yeah, phone. Yeah, that is rude. I talked to her. Very, very. Uh, I smacked her around. Yeah, right. For that. Believe you me. <laughs> yeah, Dad, my best friend, my best friend who takes me to see Hoodie Allen. <laughs> here, sm- here, smell this weed <laughs> while you're at Hoodie Allen. That's great. 
<laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I don't know. We went to Hoodie Allen. Yeah. It was a good time. We got in. We yeah. got out. I told the whole story. They all got contact highs. Probably. I mean, because I could smell the weed, and I was over by the, uh, way over by the bar. My daughter's going to a concert tomorrow. Which one? I don't know. Something at the House of Blues. My daughter wanted to go see Miley Cyrus. I'm like, really? Come on. My Really? But, Dad, yeah. all my friends are going. She also wants to go to this thing in Wisconsin, this country thing. Country Thunder? Yeah, yeah. 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 By herself? No, 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 with her friends. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> what do you mean, with her friends? She's not even old enough to drive yet. I didn't go to my first concert till I was 18. I'm getting a text from my daughter. Hold on. <laughs> See what I mean? You're so rude. That's what I had to fucking hear. Why are you being so rude? Who? What? That's what I had to hear when we we're doing the show. Hey, oh, when I was hey, yelling at her? Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. I'm trying to do a show. You're so rude. <laughs> so that's recorded, right? Yeah, we can pull that somewhere. out. We can find that. And we can <laughs> we can play it back. <laughs> I was gonna stab myself. <laughs> that made you uncomfortable? Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, that's how we uh that's how we talk to each other. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes, we have this um See, my f- kids, yeah. I just look at them and that's it. They back you know, you remember that scene in uh Aliens, when uh, when Sigourney Weaver goes in to get the kid, and she grabs the kid, and she's got the uh, the automatic weapon, yeah. and she and she flame throws, yeah, and, she and then makes she the makes look. eye contact, yeah, and then, and then they back off, they back off. That's yeah. that's how it works in my house. I just make the look and I they back off. I fucking wish I had that, John. Well, you have to set that precedent no, no, no. from the big no. get go. No, with my daughter, Not, you're so rude. No, my daughter and I have this different type of relationship. <laughs> yeah, so that's not going to happen. You're her friend. You're her pal. Yeah, and there's there's benefits dad. to that. There's no, benefits. There are. No, there isn't. And I'll tell you about that after no. the show. But my son, I give the look to my son, and he's like, he's got Aspergers or something. He's oblivious. <laughs> like he does some crazy shit, and I look at him like, knock that fucking shit off. <laughs> And he looks at me like, what? And he keeps doing it. Like he's like Forrest Gump or something. <laughs> but I don't understand it. It's a real, it's a conundrum because he gets all A's in school. He's a yeah. great student. He's a prolific reader. But yeah. when I shoot him the look, <laughs> he has no fucking idea what's going on. None. Yeah, they're all like that. His sons are like that. <laughs> It takes a couple times. <laughs> he he like pushes it with me now that he's in wrestling, and I go, okay, let's go outside right now. Come on, I grab him by the arm. He's like, no, 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 I'm I'm just kidding, Dad. I'm, I was kidding. All right, whenever you're ready, you know, you keep saying, you keep going. I'm getting taller than you. Whenever you're ready to step out in the back, we'll we'll I'll show you some of my moves. Yeah. My moves. My moves. That's right. Hey, Tony never called us back. No. Cocksucker. I mean, how, how long is Home Depot open? Cocksucker. Can't be open until, uh, what? 
more than 15 minutes, right? I don't know. John, I've had too much smoke. Obviously. Maple. What are you doing? Creek, dude. (laughs) Come on. What is this, 90 proof? It doesn't taste like it. I know. Diet and exercise while you pickle your fucking liver over there. Uh All right. Right on, John. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. A diet and exercise allows me to pickle my liver. Aha. Right on. All right, moving on, Sean. Oh, for the love of Job. <laughs> movies, John. Did you see any movies? No. You didn't see any movies? No. None? I, no. I haven't haven't had a chance. Where the fuck are my notes? <laughs> Oh my god! You know I lost my wallet twice. I misplaced it, Uh and I went out of my mind. And now I'm like, what that? How's that diet and exercise doing for your (laughs) balane? My balane! Oh, here they are. I found them. All right. (laughs) I saw a couple of movies. You know, we did a show last week, and I started talking about this movie. I never (laughs) wrapped it up. The counselor. Have you heard about this movie, John? The Counselor? No. Oh, it's so awful. It's so bad. I went to see this at the fucking theater. Let me tell you who's in this movie. It's an all-star cast, John. All-stars. Michael Fassbender. Penelope Cruz. Cameron Diaz. Javier Bardem. And Brad Pitt, among others. And it's, it's just fucking miserable. It's about this guy who's a lawyer yeah. who gets in over his head with this drug deal and uh, people end up getting killed. Spoiler alert, <laughs> Brad Pitt gets fucking decapitated. Who wants to see that? Oh, I don't want to see that. I want to see that. <laughs> it's got a really great opening scene, but... It doesn't draw you're not you don't care about this character, this Michael Fassbender. You don't give a shit a rat's ass about him. You have to care about the characters if shit's gonna happen to them. Yeah. And I didn't care about him at all, and then shit happened to him, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't care. It's like that movie, um it should be taught in movie class. What the fuck was that movie? <laughs> With the monster? In the New York, and oh the, yeah, uh, Cloverfield. Cloverfield. They didn't engage. You didn't care a goddamn about any of those characters in the first twenty minutes. I thought they were all assholes. I didn't care a goddamn iota about them. But what made the movie for me then was they all got killed, and I enjoyed right. that. <laughs> You said, I hope they all die. Yes, I hope they all die. And they did, except for one, right? One ended up living. So this this has the same problem, this counselor. And I guess, you know, the performances are all great. The scenes are all great. But it doesn't add, nothing adds up to anything. And you don't give a shit about it at all. It's horrible, John. (laughs) <laughs> cannot re- I cannot recommend the counselor. All right, moving on, John. I also thought. <laughs> I was going to say I also thaw the new Sore movie. Thaw. <laughs> and that was a 
complete fucking train wreck. But some people enjoy it, I guess. Because when I go on to IMDB, John. Yeah. Are you still with me? Yeah, I'm here. It's got a uh, 7... 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. I don't know what these people are watching. Because I thought it was total shit. Shit. Well, what was wrong with it? Well, here's a couple things that wrong with it. So they got this... Uh, you got this whole Earth thing, right? And, and physics applies, right? And then you got this whole other world where Thor comes from. Where there's different physics. And they have, like, gods, but they can come into our world, and that's kind of cool. And so if I, I think if they played up the Thor with the Natalie Portman thing, like the god with the mortal human thing yeah. more, it would have been more enjoyable. And the scenes with Thor and his brother, who's who plays his brother? What's that guy's name? That guy's um, a great actor. Loki. Loki. It's great, but uh, great scenes between them. But they're they're so few and far between. The rest of it is all this bullshit. This um, this mythical shit, and so Thor comes to Earth, and then Natalie Portman gets infected with this thing, and they gotta take her back to Thor's world, and she goes back to Thor's world, and she's a fucking scientist, and she goes back to this world, and she's like. It's like no big deal. I, there's no reaction from her whatsoever. <laughs> I'm in a different fucking realm of the universe. I'm a scientist. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever you, do you, What do you want to have for lunch? Whatever you guys want to have for lunch. I don't care. That's fine with me. Really. It's a comic book. It, yeah, I understand that. I understand the whole comic book thing. Uh, and then they made, uh, so uh, Thor came back for the Avengers, right? And he's in New yeah. York. He didn't contact Natalie Portman, oh, and she was pissed off about that. Son of a that. bitch. So that was cool, that whole thing. And they should have played that up more. Yeah. That's what I like to see. But when they start, and and I'm all, all into, uh, if the movie sets up a premise, like, um... Lord of the Rings, right? It's it's outside the physics and it's outside of history of what we know. It's a fantasy, right? But when they mix fantasy with reality, I it's just me. It's me. I just can't fucking comprehend that. And it's it's so fucking lame to me. <laughs> but it's my problem. So when I give this review, it's because of this mixture of fantasy and reality, and I don't know where reality ends and fantasy begins, and what a god means, and what that means when he comes back to Earth and he he wants to have a girlfriend, and even Loki. There's this one scene where Loki's like, "Dude, man, we live like forever, and she's going to be a millisecond in your history. Yeah. Why even bother?" Right. And he's like, "Yeah, because I wh- why." Because I want a boner. He I wants don't know. to be mortal. Is that why? Yes. Well, he they wants didn't to be explain mortal, that. But he wants to retain his power. They didn't get into any of that in the movie. They don't explain any of that. And then the villain they have in the movie. His love is so strong. He's really willing to risk his demigod status. Well, you to don't be get mortal. any of that in the movie. None it was of in that. The first comes one. Oh. 
I don't buy that. Baloney. <laughs> Baloney. And then the other problem with the movie is the villain. It's some guy, Malachi, whatever, from whatever world. Who fucking cares? Some fantasy world. And his idea, I had this idea. I want to destroy the fucking universe. Who comes up with that fucking idea? A lunatic, right? Lunatics want to destroy the universe. So they're easily identifiable. But this guy has a whole following, like a bunch of people follow him. Yes, let's destroy the universe. To what end? Yeah. You're going to destroy yourself. It doesn't make any fucking sense to <laughs> me. He's pure evil. I'm going to destroy the universe. It's all going to go dark and black. All right, then you're no longer going to exist. So it's a, like a suicide mission, and then you got people to follow. It's just dumb. It's stupid, John. <laughs> dumb. I did enjoy the scenes between Loki and uh, the brother and yeah. that whole thing, and with the father, like uh, Anthony Hopkins was there, and, you know, Loki was the adopted son and blah, 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 and they get into the whole that thing. That was very cool. It was very good. They should have played that up more. But this whole fantasy bullshit and this this stupid villain they had, it was all dumb. It's dumb. I didn't like it. Yeah. I don't recommend it. All right, so you do not... How many spiny Normans? You know, the sound was good. The special effects were good. I liked Loki a lot. Uh, but he wasn't really in the movie a yeah. lot. Uh, I I dig Chris Hemsworth. You know what I'm saying, John? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was in Rush. Yeah. That's a great movie. You got to see that movie. And then this, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, pleasant to look at. You know what I'm saying, John? Yeah. On those two things alone, I will give this um, two stars. Two, two out of four Spiny Normans. Okay, two. That's not that good. It's not. And, the, the, you know, Natalie Portman... She's this human. She's a scientist, and she's uh, gets into all this bizarre shit. And she's just like, "Yeah, whatever. I'll roll with it." That didn't. It wasn't authentic to me. I'm a little too nitpicky, though. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> you are. All right, moving on, John. All right, Netflix, John. I <clears throat> discovered a new show on Netflix. Yes. It's been out for a while, but it's called New Girl. Have you ever seen New Girl? No. With Zoe Dachanel? No, no. I really like this show. It's about three bachelors and Zoe, and they share a loft. And it's just quirky, and it's funny, and it's uh, I really enjoy it. I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. The first two seasons are on Netflix. I dig it, John. What's it about? It's just about the... People stuff, yeah, the learning about themselves and and having relationships and it's cool. I like it. It's funny. It's quirky. It's good. It's good. It's, it's good. good. It's good. It's good. No, well, I didn't see any movies. Um, I have not had time. I mean, I, I even try to watch. Um, I started watching some Walking Dead when I get in bed and f- turn on the uh, 
the uh, iPad, and I can't even get through it. I start falling asleep. Because it bores you? No, I'm exhausted. Ah. 10 o'clock, I hit, I hit the sack, uh, try to watch some TV, uh, maybe a football game, and then next thing I know, I'm asleep, and it's time to go to work. Up at 5.30. Right on. And then you start to ask yourself, what the fuck is life all about? Yeah. Right? It's the cycle. Yeah. And, and what do I have to look forward to? And Well, now I got to save for college, for the kids, and a retirement. And it's getting really, it's getting stressful, you know? Getting older, got to make sure you got to have enough money to get all that shit together. Finish paying off the house, all that crap. Yeah, it's a bunch of shit. You don't think about that stuff? I think about that. And then, uh, you know, my in-laws were over for dinner because uh, they're going out of town for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we had them over. What the fuck did we have? What's today? Tuesday. Sunday. We had them over on yeah. Sunday. We made a turkey. We had them over. And we're talking, you know, it was something we talked about on the show with uh, Obamacare and how the government contracts work. And... You got to be a minority or a woman that's even better, and they'll just give you the contract, even though you have no fucking experience, but it's because you know somebody. Yeah. And they'll get a kickback. And my father in law was telling all these stories, and it, it was just so fucking depressing that, you know, he was, uh, I don't even know what he's talking about. Being a this. government <laughs> worker himself. <laughs> You're right. But the, the hoops he had to jump through just to. To purchase something for his department that he worked in. Yeah. Um, oh, no, you can't purchase it from there anymore. You have to go here now because it's like this corporate middleman that was set up so that we can say that we hire minorities or we work with minority and women-owned companies. And it was just a middleman that takes 20% off the top. So instead of ordering from he, who he always ordered from, he had to order from this other entity that would then place the order for him. Yeah, that's. that's but then BS. take twenty percent because it's all government and it's all poli- and it's all. It's just. It, that's why I'm so fucking cynical, man. Yeah. I don't know how Pendulette does it. I, I really need to sit down with him and <laughs> oh, say, he does dude, what? he's not cynical. He keeps saying, I'm, I believe the best in people. I believe that oh, yeah. if I uh, had to move, if I parked my car and, and I thought I had it, I had something to do in the next hour and I couldn't move my car, I could give my keys to somebody and they would move my car. Well, as long as he gets to pick the somebody, that's the caveat that he puts in. Well, in, in addition, he's a fucking celebrity. Yeah. So celebrities are treated differently. They're just treated differently. Yeah. And it, I don't know why he doesn't open his eyes to the real fucking world and see all this corruption well, and this th- bullshit that goes on. The thing I like about him is that he will say, I'm taking this bug nutty approach to this because this is kind of what I believe, but I know I'm probably wrong. But I'm taking this stance. He's kind of like, it's weird. I'm the guy, I always like try to go for the underdog. I always root for the underdog, whatever it is. And I've always kind of been that way. I don't know why. 
Um, unless they're, Who doesn't unless root they're for the a fucking asshole. I think everybody roots for the Unless the underdog's an There's asshole. probably but, science papers yeah. on rooting for the underdog. But I root for the underdog, and he does something similar, but he talks about how he used to be this kind of over-the-top, liberal, hippie dude way back in the day, and then something happened where... Uh, Janet Reno or something got started pushing her influence into the art world, uh, especially when it came to violence and into their world where they do like these violent acts uh, with a lot of blood and stuff. And she was trying to censor it and all this shit. So they got really jaded by that. And then they started getting involved in politics and they don't think either side, you know, they don't think either side is, is right, whether it's Republican or Democrat. They see him as both the same. However, I still don't get why he goes like on Glenn Beck and and he thinks the Republicans are better because he thinks they're more honest, even though they might be way fucking bug nuttier than the Democrats. He thinks the Democrats are just way dishonest and disingenuous. Um, where he thinks, like a George Bush, is being as honest as he possibly can from his heart, but he's completely wrong. But he respects that because at least the guy's being honest. And I never really understood it. To me, politics is politics. It's about getting what you want usually for your constituents you watch the movie Lincoln right right but but no politics today is not getting it's what not, your constituents exactly. want it's, it's not it's it's get, getting what get your it. lobbyists want yeah, or getting reelected so you right. can you know these guys have uh um they have their own private personal interests and they're making tons of money by doing things like knowing when something is going to move in the stock market because they know ahead of time that some information is going to get leaked to the media about a change in government. And I'm sure they they rode the, they shorted the stock market like crazy when they, they did the 16-day government shutdown because they knew it was going to affect stocks and drive them down. And then they bought when it was low, and then they sold again when it was high. Now it's at record record levels. It, it's all bullshit. And he's never like, I think he's, he's just totally against government. When it comes to regular people, like you and I, he's way less cynical. He's not s- cynical at all. When it comes to government, though, but I, I think, well, that's kind of a cop-out because... When it comes comes to government, we are responsible for that government. We are the the highest level of leadership in this country. The is the owner of it is the American citizen. There is no higher level of office than the American citizen. They're elected officials. They don't appoint themselves. We put them there. But we're too fucking lazy and dumb to do any research to make sure that the ones that do get in there uh, are the ones that we want in there versus the ones that get in there over and over and over again. 
But you talk to people about it, and they're just so fucking, like you said, uh, cognitive dissonance. And unfortunately, the ones that get in there do the shit that your father-in-law is talking about. And it was probably a liberal that got that person in there. Chicago politics is the most corrupt. It's like the worst ever. The pension problem is is fucking ridiculous. And it's because we are a blue state. I mean, everybody's trying to jockey over somebody else to get a little edge and take care of this person, take care of that person. And then now, with this whole lobbyist thing, um, when they did the uh, uh, campaign reform, this thing with these super PACs, you know those PACs yeah, that they have now? Packs, yeah, super PACs, yeah. The super PACs, they could actually take the money that they get from the PACs and hire their own family members and pay them from the super PAC money. They could use that money for, you know, limousines and flights and whatever the fuck they want because it dodges some, it, it goes right through a loophole. And those were dev- devised by the Republicans. And now the Democrats are like, well, shit, if they're doing it, we're going to do it too. Right. So, and that's the where cynicism, your cynicism comes in. Not only that, but it comes from uh, you've talked about what are the standards you have to adhere to at work? Um, you've talked about it. Uh, these guys that come in and do an, an, expect, an inspection. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? What is that called? OSHA. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got OSHA. You got... I got shit regulations up the wazoo in pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Because people will try to fuck the system to benefit themselves. Yeah. And uh, in America, we it's the most litigious uh, country in the world because... A woman spills hot fucking coffee on her lap, and she's going to sue McDonald's because yeah, but it's too fucking hot. That, that's the, the amazing part about it is, and this is what Pendulette talks about, is that one person is like is like a little one millionth of a percent of the population. I mean, it's like so small. I disagree. But it does such great damage. That's where I disagree. I think it's it's a much greater percentage of the, no, pop, the population. No, it's very small. That would take that opportunity to fuck people over. That's where my cynicism comes from. I think it's smaller than that. I think it's quite small. But the fact is, is you know, we've talked about uh, the whole Enron thing before, Right. Right. Smartest guys in the room. Right. When we talk about where Pendulette and I disagree is when he's talking about corporations and he doesn't think they're so bad because they're really nothing but a bunch of people. The problem is, is that when they make a big mistake or when they scam somebody or a bunch of people, it affects thousands of people. I mean, that whole Enron thing affected Tens of thousands of people. It ruined their lives. And it's the same thing with the banking industry and stuff like that, the shit that they get away with. But it's such a small group of people. You got all those people working and busting their fucking asses off to make that company competitive, 
profitable, cost-effective for shareholders, and for some cocksucking asshole CEO all the way at the top that makes 4,000 times more than the average worker in his company, and he goes and fucks something up, and he ruins it for everybody. And everybody gets punished but that cocksucker. Right. And he's a very small percentage, but... But like you said, you know, I, you think it's a bigger percentage. I think it's a smaller percentage of people that does a greater amount of damage. All right, TP's calling us back. Hello, you're on the air with John Scott. Yeah, who's this? This is John Morley, and I'm Scott. Bong. So no, it's all right, Matt. I'm, I'm talking to someone. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. TP. Have you been yeah, drinking? Do you, they allow you to drink at Home Depot? What the hell are you talking about? Have you, have you, have you been drinking? Oh, have you been drinking? So what's up? <laughs> so are you off of work? What time did you get off of work? Uh, quarter to. Uh, what the hell time? Spit it out, man. So you've been home for how long now? I don't know, about 10 minutes. Do you, you want to know if I took a shit, too, or so what? So here's, here's the issue. Here's the... Did you? Did you take a no, shit? I did, no, no, I didn't, by Are the way. Are you planning on it? No. All right, so here's the issue. <laughs> you cocksucker. You roll into Chicago. You go see a... Uh, you go to a bar. John happens to be there because his band is playing. And I did, which I didn't even know that his band was playing. Yeah, and it was my cousin. It was my cousin's birthday. Yeah, yeah, whatever, dude. You don't tell me you're in town. You don't even tell me you're in town. It came in. Uh, when was it? The, the, the last uh, time you Spit went to, to the uh, to the Beacon, man. And you're like, I'm like, call me. And what, what did you do? You didn't call me or nothing. And then I find out from someone else that you were there. I'm gay. Dude, man. I'm what I gay. heard was there was like a $25 cover. So I didn't want you to come down and pay 25 bucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was no cover. <laughs> and there was no cover. There was no cover. Nice one, so Scott. So we're even, man. No, we're not even, no. man. Because we talked oh. about the beacon, right? You didn't talk about coming down. For this yeah, other I thing. Didn't, well, I, was, I wasn't planning on coming down. Oh, you weren't planning on it. No, and You I don't have a mobile, you don't have a cell phone, you don't have a smartphone. You could text me and say, hey, I'm, oh, I'm in town. <laughs> so, John's van was pretty good, though. I, I have to admit they were pretty good. How about good. that? He would have to admit, yeah, John. Thanks. He has to admit that you're pretty good. Yeah. What'd you think about the singer? Pretty damn good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you are you farting what are you doing? <laughs> yes, I'm I'm putting the mic to my anus and I'm farting. <laughs> oh my god. So how's work, man? Is it busy with the holiday rush? It blows. Yeah. <laughs> any theft? Did you catch any thieves? It's Black Friday shit. You got to work Black Friday? Yes, I do. Uh, yes, we were supposed to go up north, if you remember. I do remember that. 
Yeah, you were going to go up north without me. Yeah, are I you guys, that too. Are you guys open on Thursday? Then you show up, you don't even call me. That's fine. No. I understand. No. Oh, my God. I'm here for the next 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> he was hurt, man. I told him. Yeah. You know that when the minute Tony saw you, John, yeah. the minute he saw you, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm fucked. I didn't tell my best fucking friend, Scott, that I would be in town. Oh, you're something else. Oh, uh, radio. You should have heard him, man, when I told him. He was crying. I was. What? He didn't even fucking call me. All right, we're calling him on the next show. Oh, I weeped great. on John's shoulder. He wept. Yes, wept. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was wepping on his shoulder. Wepping? When you're weeping. That, you, <laughs> I sniffed his cologne. And I said, John, you smell nice. <laughs> what about this? This, 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 uh, this I'm shine, gay. Gross, this, this, huh? I'm what about gay. this shine? The what? what? The shine? What? Are you talking about the shines? I'm yeah, I'm gay. talking about the shine. Derek, Derek, Derek Rose <laughs> wasting $40 million for the last two years playing 50 games. I'm yeah. Gay. So, shit happens. <laughs> Meniscus get teared. What are you going to do? Torn. Teared. <laughs> My tense is all I off, John. Your you tense? know what it is? It's the smoked maple knob creek. I don't know what he's drinking in there, TP. Throw me off. He's... <laughs> oh, my God. He's drinking well, smoked maple bourbon. Yes. Yes. TP, what are you, are you doing do- for Thanksgiving? I'm him. Other than praising Obama. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the worst president ever. Come but, on, no, I'm really? Having, I, I, I'm having uh, Thanksgiving at my house. Let's get back to the worst Thanksgiving ever. I mean. <laughs> 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 I mean the worst. <laughs> I mean the worst president ever. That's what I meant. President. <laughs> Come on, the W was the worst president ever. Come on, you have to admit that. I'm done speaking. You have to admit that the W was the worst ever. Lying about weapons of mass destruction, invading Iraq and Afghanistan costing trillions of dollars, and we're still there after 10 years. You have to admit that's the worst ever. You're you're right, Scott. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. You're wrong, but you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Tony. Did you do belch? You seen any good movies lately? What? No, I uh, I saw Die Hard. I think that was the last time I saw Jay <laughs> The first one? You finally saw yeah, Die Hard, the first one? That's a Christmas movie. I don't know if you know that. It, 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 well, that's why it's on, Scott. <laughs> yes, Tony. Oh, God. So are you... Well, I'm... I, huh? 
You got any big plans for Christmas? I'm going by my uncle's. Yeah? To celebrate Jesus' birth? Yes. Yes. Do you believe Jesus was the son of God, TP? Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I am going to bed. Come on. You got to answer that question. Do you believe Jesus was the son of God? It's the Christmas holiday season for crying out loud. If, If you're asking me if I believe in God, yes. Do you believe that Jesus was the Son of God, to be more specific? I am going to bed. Have a good night. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. I will take that as a no. Okay, you can take that as a no. Thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> Thank you for calling us back. What a pleasure. Always a pleasure, TP. <laughs> Have a nice sleep. I mean, have a, have a happy Thanksgiving, yeah, you, dude. You, you dude. too, dude. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Later. Later. Bye. All right, TP, always a pleasure. Yeah. We tried to get TP's take <laughs> on Obama, and he didn't want to talk and about that. Jesus. And Jesus. And couldn't get anything going. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, um, like uh, inner celestial beings um, and uh, people that are prophecies, pro- people who can prophesize. Uh, a psychic Sylvia Brown died. Yes, John. Yeah. And she did not even predict her she own She did not. Death. You I got some a audio. would be able to say, you know what, next week? And you know what? This is my, <laughs> this is my last seven days on the fucking planet. Right. Because I'm a psychic, and I can predict shit. If you were smart... Yeah, you'd be able to predict your own death. Yes. Right. You think you... That would be, like, one of the monumental moments... Right. ...in your personal history in the universe that you'd be able to predict that. Right. Yeah. Today on TMZ's Mysteries of the Psychic Realm, we present the one mystery psychic Sylvia Brown failed to predict. Her own death! Kidding! She actually failed to predict tons of crap. She is dead, though. We weren't kidding about that. Sad news, Sylvia Brown passed away. Yes! Sylvia Brown, world-renowned psychic! Everyone remembers her startlingly accurate predictions. I lost my boyfriend tragically um, a few years ago. They never found him. The reason why you didn't find him is because he's in water. It was September 11th. There was no... He was a fireman, but... Told, uh, Amanda Berry's mother that she was gone. And then she came back and she's like, oh, well, you know, I'm so glad I was wrong. It's funny because she took away people's hope. But who could have predicted Sylvia's death? Well, how about this lady? Find out what I see for you. I got a hold of Miss Cleo while I asked her about Sylvia Brown passing away, and I asked her if she saw it coming, and she said, I did not see it coming. Oh, no, don't do the accent. She has that, like, accent. I like that you looked over at me, like, for approval. No approval. No approval on that accent. What the fuck?
fuck is what that? What an insult what? to her Jamaican heritage. And speaking of insults, you guys keep on going off on the lady. She's dead. She croaked out. She croaked out. She croaked out. But how'd she die? Uh, we're, we were told that she might have had a stroke a few months back, and she just kind of went downhill after that. She stroked out, and then she croaked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But seriously, cut Sylvia some slack. Talk about the good things about Sylvia, not all just the bad. Go. Yeah. Go. She... <laughs> so R.I.P. Sylvia Brown, you're making incorrect slash fraudulent predictions for God now. Yeah, Sylvia Brown. Ah, uh, she's God, Scott. That's too bad, John. We won't find out uh, what's going to happen in 2014. Yeah, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Exactly. <laughs> we got nothing. I mean, she's been right on all the time. Right all on. the time. And uh, gun lobbyist Larry Pratt says guns were in the Bible and God is judging unarmed Americans. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Let's see so what wait this a minute. Guy guns is. were in the Bible? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> John, now I don't know too much about the Bible. <laughs> I know that this guy, Jesus, supposedly lived during the Roman Empire time at the end where Constantine was involved. And like 300 years after Jesus died, people yeah. started writing stories about Jesus, which would make it about, um, I don't know, 1600 fucking years old. Yeah. Were there guns 1600 years ago? No. But he talks about... Um he tries to make a correlation between a story in the book of Samuel where only two men in Israel had a sword as a result of their sinfulness. A sword. Yeah. Finally, in his mercy, God enables them to win a battle and rearm. Uh, but that must have been one nasty battle to go into battle with just two guys with a gun. So he switches it from sword to gun. And everybody else empty-handed. So I would submit that we should not go into battle empty-handed. But the only way to avoid that is to, to be on our knees and to be asking for God's pleasure, he added. If the country comes back to the Lord, as he told Solomon in the great prayer, then he will repent of what he's done to the country he will heal the land, restore it, and put his blessing upon it. And we should be praying that we will all be able to go around armed because that will be one outward indicator that we have God's blessing. <laughs> Listen to this guy. Um, then he will repent of what he's done to the country. He will heal the land, restore it and put his blessing upon it. And we should be praying that we'll all be able to go around armed because that will be one outward indicator that we have God's blessing. If we're walking around like they are in New York City and San Francisco, we're under his judgment. And people are clapping like, wow. Can you fucking believe that? <laughs> The logic of it is is dumbfounding. I mean, it's it's such a stretch. You know, I'm th when I'm listening to that, I'm thinking about Forrest Gump, which is a fictional character. But Forrest Gump was um, he wasn't all there, right? Well, right. how would you classify Forrest Gump? Uh slow, slow, a little slow. Forrest Gump was slow, but 
Forrest Gump would never come up with this no. shit and actually believe it. So I'm I'm trying to figure out who would I rather have a conversation with? This fucking asshole you just played or Forrest Gump. I'd rather have a beer with Forrest oh, Gump. Oh yeah, I think he'd be much more interesting. Stupid yeah. is stupid does. Right. Then this guy that the he seems to have a functioning brain but it's it's so fucking delusional. Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I I'm if I pray to the Lord. Here's what I pray for. Genetics and environment gave me the brain that I have yeah. right now to to dismiss a god that I would pray to if that makes any sense. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah. Do you follow me, John? Yeah, I got, I got you. I'm right behind you there, buddy. My, my, you Don't know, stop I lost my fast. wallet. Don't pick it up twice this <laughs> week. I went you. out of my fucking mind, and I finally found my wallet. So my mind is going, and I realize that as I age, my mind is is not what it used to be. But I'm never gonna have the fucking delusion yeah. that that asshole has. I'm never yeah. gonna have that. No. Me either. Me either. Right on. So, yeah, Sylvia Brown. Oh, yeah, and Gene uh, Yass released, uh, released a new album on iTunes. I can get it on iTunes? Yeah. Like one twenty-nine a song or 99, 99 cents? 99 cents a song. Nice. Tell me about that album, Jed. Play some of that album for uh, me. If what, you will. What is it called? Uh, now, Phil mentioned that he wanted to come in with Genius. Uh, have they talked to you about it? I know it's difficult to schedule now. We used to do like a weekly thing, but now uh, it's <laughs> up in the air, so it's difficult to schedule. Like George Biggs tried to schedule to right. come in, and it's just uh, it's really difficult it's to tough. schedule because it's very it's, it's tough. It's tough, John. It's tough. It's ad hoc. Yeah. You know, whenever we can... Uh, Get this shit together. Let me look up what they but got But Phil here. wants to come in, doesn't he? With Gene yeah. Yas and Marty. Bring Marty back for a little JD. Yeah. JD. See if we get... Yeah, Jack Daniels, man. No, it was Jameson. Oh, Jameson. It was Jameson. Right on. <laughs> See if we get some more sound clips from Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I'm trying to find their uh, their album here. Let's see. Uh, what is it called? Come on. You know, come this, on. This shitty fucking. Can't you just search for genius? I am. I'm searching for it on my. Did you spell it right, yeah. man? Here we go. It's their new one. Their old one was uh, Jerry. That was released in uh, October 2009. Their, um, their second album. Big Rock Show, uh, s- released November 1st, 2013 of this year, Scott. How about that? Uh, let's see. Here's a cut off of Big Rock Show. Well, we'll, we'll play Big Rock Show. This is their, their title cut. Genius. Off their album, Big Rock Show. The song called Big Rock Show.
we get the idea, right? Yeah, I get the idea. Yeah. The Big Rock Show. The Big Rock Show. You know, that reminds me, John. It reminds reminds me of a catheter song, actually. I enjoy doing it. (laughs) Somebody will, you know, be pissed at the way someone else is playing and say, fine, you do it. Fuck it. I'm out of here and just leave. Um... What was, what was the question, question again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the catheter movie, John. Now, it was on Google Video, and then I moved it to YouTube Video, and it only has 164 views. What the fuck, I man? I know, man. What? It has two likes. Here, listen, listen to this song. Ready? Yeah. I can hear you clicking away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but nothing's playing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Why isn't it open that? Hello? Click, click, click. Oh, there we go. It's a big rock show! It's a big rock show, John! You don't you don't think so? No, I don't think so. No? Not at all. Why not? Not at all. Not even Come close. On. Not even close. It's a big rock show. He didn't even say a big rock show. You dumbass. I'm saying that. Why would you right. say that? It makes it sound better. Dumb. <laughs> dumb. Here's another one. It's so dumb.
doesn't sound like he's got one of those vocal auto tuners on. Oh, I got a bad pot. I don't know what it sounds like. The groovy grove. No? No. No. Alright, man. My ass is getting sore. Hey! What was with the echo? What happened to the God sound? I don't know. I not have it on? Yeah, it's on. Talk. Of course, John. <laughs> no, you don't. No. <laughs> Why are you saying that? Course, John. Because that's how God talks. Man. <laughs> if anybody knows Hello. how God talks, it's me. Yeah. Hello. It's not working. Oh, wait. <laughs> I got it on. What's going on here? Come on, man. I guess this is why you were nominated for producer of the year, John. <laughs> I am the Lord. <laughs> but you could do it like that. Like what? <laughs> like, wait a minute. Like that. Like what, John? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, but it's about theater of the mind, John. We I know. I know, but I'm trying something. Right, we're trying things. I'm trying something Because I don't know if you know this, John, but I got an email from God. God has an email address. It's God at God.com. Anyway, he sent me an email and he said he wanted to come in uh, whenever we do our Christmas show. Oh, that's great to hear. I can sing with a chorus and it sounds like me. When we do have God in, will we have Beelzebub in as well? That's the question. Don't I sound like... <laughs> Don't I sound like one of the Lord's angels? I guess so. Yeah, that's Are you what, making fun of me, man? No, that's what they would sound like, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, I just saw It's a Wonderful Life uh, a couple days ago. One, uh, maybe yesterday. It's on? No, I got the DVD, man. Oh. Donna Reed, John. Donna Reed. Donna Rhea. And um, Clarence, he's the angel. You remember the whole opening scene? There's yeah. like galaxies talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And they send Clarence down to get his wings. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's hey, right, man. That's Bob. That's right. It's me. It's Bob. How you doing? <laughs> It's been a long time. It has been a long time. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, hold on. Wait well, a minute. You guys, you guys were talking about talking about the Lord. So. Yeah, we were going to have uh, God at God.com sent me an email, and he said he wanted to come in. 
sometime if we do a show before yeah. Christmas, and he he wanted to invite you as well. Yeah, I, I, isn't he? Uh, he started that website on kick, Kickstart.com. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. Got a lot right. of donations for that. A lot of, <laughs> it's well, it starts at the church. They pass the plate around. You remember the plate? I remember the plate. the plate. You put some cash in there. Hey, so, Bob, uh, over... Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you you're really gearing up for Christmas. I am. Thanksgiving, though. It's Is funny. anything going on? Well, Thanksgiving? Uh, not really. It's uh, we, we start getting ready for it. Uh, we get some of our... Um, some of our demons uh, in line. We do a couple of briefs, some meetings. Uh, there's a couple of presentations. We do some training sessions. And then we uh, we start going full force about the first week of the uh, Christmas uh, season. And who do you the 12 target? Twelve days of Christmas, actually. Who do you target? Like the people that line up for Black Friday, the lines and uh, shit like that that, that you know, beat on the, each other for TV. Yes, or? anybody who's uh, despondent or uh, depressed, um, we we really concentrate on them. Um, and and you know, every once in a while, we pick on some asshole here and there. Uh, uh, the Lord and I work together. We work in mysterious ways. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very mysterious. Uh, is the Lord around? <laughs> I don't, I, you should tell me. I don't. How should I know? I don't know. What, what am I, the Queequeg uh, or something here? Hey, I saw a movie. Um, you did. Bedazzled, the latest uh, one with Elizabeth Hurley. Right. And she portrays the devil, and she's fucking hotter than hell. Yes, she is. Can you, like, transform fucking, yourself? I love that. Fucking hotter than hell. <laughs> can you transform yourself into of that? I and can. you could, like, and, but you would sound like Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, you yes. wouldn't sound like you sound yes. now, right? Yes, exactly. And you could fool people. Well, I won't do that now. That's too, that's too gross a display of power. If you will, it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What'd you think of that movie? Was it a good movie? Uh, was it was an accurate good. portrayal? <laughs> not really. No, not at all. Well, it it, it showed how uh, temptation is really the uh, root of all evil. So, in in your, uh, have you ever transformed yourself into like an Elizabeth Hurley to uh, oh, yeah. fuck with somebody? Oh, I transform myself into a giant cock. It doesn't <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> It's, oh, you know what? It's about temptation. I saw you in a great movie this year. Uh, <laughs> Little Nicky. <laughs> no. Really? Is that one of your... F- well, let me ask you this. Before I tell you uh, my favorite portrayal of you in a movie, what is your favorite portrayal favorite? of yourself? Favorite? Yeah. Favorite. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> uh, portrayal in a movie. Ex- the Exorcist all the way. The man. Exorcist? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you, you really didn't see see you right you, were, you, pos- <laughs> you yeah. possessed the young well, yeah. uh elizabeth what was her name blair Lin- linda blair right <laughs> elizabeth blair spit it out so but here i just saw a movie this year yeah. and i told john i told john about right. this i said this greatest fucking movie it was made just for you and Whoa. me okay what do you think i'm doing right now i'm possessing john i understand that but did you see the Drew's end of times? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> end times. End of time. I don't know. Yeah. It was this, really this good. Is the end. It was really funny. <laughs> this was is that, the end. This is the end. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> Did you see the end of times? Well, thanks for helping yes, me out there, of Bob. Course, but of course I saw it. And what did you think? Did you think it was good? Did you like yeah, it? Yeah, it was, it was great. I was, uh, they actually had me as a, uh, an advisor on the set. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So when you, when they had you as an advisor and they said, okay, we're going to have this big demon walk across the planet at the end. <laughs> It this, was me. It was a cameo. This, with this giant dong yeah. yes. that gets cut. <laughs> cut in half yeah, by that lightning. CGI. That yeah. was CGI? That yeah. really didn't happen? Well, my dong did not get cut, obviously. The Lord wouldn't do that I'd to you. I'd be talking much in a higher pitch voice. <laughs> right. You'd be lo- more like Alfie the like Elf. This, <laughs> exactly. Right on. Exactly, right on. Scott. All right, so... If I'm a Christian, right, and I'm, yes. uh, I believe in the baby Jesus, right. and I do not want to get possessed by the devil, what do I need to do to make sure that that doesn't oh, happen? You just have to uh, repent. You have to uh, um, give yourself to the Lord, the Jesus. You have to... Uh, <laughs> I'm not supposed to... T- what, why is it my responsibility to tell you how to... I'm just asking. I, I, I'm supposed to reel your dumb ass in, not not give you ways out of it. Well, I'm thinking about John, who's sitting yeah. in there in the other room right, right now, being possessed, and yeah. he had no choice, right? Had he had no, no choice. choice. No. There's nothing he could have done. That's exactly you right. You just show up, you possess well, him. Well, I pray on the weak. You pray. <laughs> yeah. You said die in an exercise, and if you would just die, die in an, an exercise, exercise, that wouldn't there's happen. There's no way. So that here's I another could sneak reason. Up his ass. Another reason why Josh should <laughs> die in an exercise. Right. Just one more reason. <laughs> Tighten up that sphincter so I can't uh, squeeze in there, if you will. Right on. Right. All right. Well, I gotta so, go. Oh, hold it before you go. What? Now you and the Lord get together. <laughs> Hold it before before you go, Satan. Yes, before, before you go, Satan. I'm not done. A mere mortal. God yeah. damn it, I'm not finished with you yet. <laughs> <laughs> the king of you all evil bastard. in the universe. Uh, before you go, uh, yeah, you got Christmas yeah. coming up. That's right. Uh, what are the big plans? What are you and the Lord discussing right now uh, for Christmas this well, year? Well, you know, we have to set some fires. Um... Uh, pray on the weak. Earthquakes, tsunamis, got anything of that kind of shit coming up? Yeah, we were toying around with a major snowstorm, see how that, uh, there's a big storm going across the country right now that we've been working on. It's a, it's a little, we're test marketing some of, uh, some of the uh, disasters. Well, let me uh, ask you this. That we're involved in, you know, and we, we, we hit Illinois with quite a few tornadoes. I mean, I, I don't know if you know, just eight days ago or eight or nine days ago, it was, uh, it was up in the seventies and now it's freezing. Yes. Well, let me ask you this. All these disasters and things that, that you're planning and targeting, yeah. it's because of the queers, right? That's right. Yeah, it's because of the homos. Those goddamn homosexuals. Pat, <laughs> Pat Robertson is yeah. right, He's isn't been right he? All along. He's been right yes. all along. All along. All along. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And I'm not even drinking, so I'm not even drinking. I have not had one single. What is that maple syrup bourbon? Maple syrup. It's you should know. It's devil's uh, water, whatever the fuck they call it. Devil's water. (laughs) I don't know what they call it, but the devil is in a liquor, John. I mean, Satan. (laughs) Alcohol. Bonk. What was that theater? The bonk of the mind. Right. Right. 
Yeah, we have to post edit uh, some of this stuff. Yeah, 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 right on. All right, well, I gotta run. Hold on, before you go. <laughs> you can't keep a good devil down, can you? I can't. I just love your voice so much. I, I want to just, I just want to hear you. St- hey, let me ask you this. So we're going to have this, whenever we get back together, we're going to have a Christmas yeah. show, right? We're yeah. going to have you and God on. Right. Can we have you and God do the night before Christmas? Sure. <laughs> yeah. That would be fabulous. Can you guys work that well, out? How do, how do we, how do we do this? It's only, it's a poem, basically. There's right. no parts. There's no part, but you guys work it. You just, I just oh, want you to I narrate see. it. So you work it out, you know, you figure out which yeah. one you're going to say and which one God's going to say, and then uh, you do the 12 days before Christmas. <laughs> 12 be- days before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the night before Christmas. You know, it's your fault, Satan, getting this alcohol in me. It's your fault. It's the devil that's the making me do this. Days before the night. That's of right. Christmas. Okay. All right, settle down. All yeah. right, I gotta go. Well, hold on before you go. All right. It's your fucking idea to come up with smoke maple <laughs> bourbon, right? I mean, all the marketing from liquor comes from Satan, that's right? right. <laughs> So that's a really bad idea. Can well, I tell you, you that right now? If you didn't know, there is a, uh, a bourbon called, well, there, the end of the bourbon is called the Devil's Cut. Yes, the Devil's Cut. Which yes. is what's left in the cask, uh, the barrel itself, that's oak, uh, that's been burned and charred. And what is left is they squeeze out of the, uh, out of the barrel. That's called the Devil's Cut. Yes, but I, here's what I want to know. Yeah. How does this fucking idea even occur to you to do a maple, a smoked maple <laughs> bourbon? Uh, and then how do you get the executives at uh, Jack Daniels to produce this? Get some dumbass like you to buy it. <laughs> right. It's just like mislabel. <laughs> hey, let's fuck easy. with them. Let's mislabel it and put it on special. <laughs> and then they won't know and yeah. they'll buy it and they'll be stuck with this shit. Real Reeled in. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not going to buy another bottle. All right? <laughs> All right. All right. Then. I got to go. All right, you'll I be gotta... back, though, yeah. for our Christmas show. Yeah. Right? So you work it out with God, uh, who's going to recite what in the night before Christmas. Right. <laughs> right on. All right, I'll see you. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, man, it's so yeah. late. We got to wrap the show up. Come on, yeah. man. What are you doing in there? I don't know. What what happened? My ass is killing me. Of course it is. Oh. Right. Hold on. Let me get the door. Can you go get the door, yeah. please? Yeah, hold on. He's he's Dude. like the Lord. He's, he's, holy shit! I mean, he just like, hey Phil, man, are you still in the natural world? What happened there? He's like like a ghost. Yeah. Went, but now, what's weird, John? Is he sitting in a chair? So how could he move through a door and then sit in a chair? Yeah, I don't get right. it. It's like Thor. I don't get it. <laughs> when we do all this mystical shit. How right. You How you doing, Phil? <laughs> I'm all right. It's good to see you, Scott. Uh, Didn't one of our listeners say he 
could care less if Phil yes, Kim was still the bass player said that. <laughs> and I'll remember that forever. <laughs> it's, the appropriate term is couldn't care less. Couldn't. Yes, you dumbass, Phil the bass player. It's not could care less. It's could not care less. It's never sad or disappointing when Phil McCracken Whitcomb is a no-show. He's never missed by this TTN listener. Obviously, a jealous Phil. Right. Unlike me. Use it his name. Yes. He wants to be the Phil. He doesn't want to be Phil the bass player. He just wants to be Phil. But he can't just be Phil because there's Phil McCracken. Right. That's right, John. It's good to be back. Thank you, John. Award-winning TTN News. Thank you, Scott. Phil McCracken Whitcomb. There's for Sturdy Night. UPS investigates racy photo taken in delivery truck in OKC. That's Oklahoma City, John. Right. I don't know if Thank you know you. that. A UPS spokesperson said the company is outraged after a photo surfaced revealing one of its Metro drivers having a sexual encounter in the back of a delivery truck. A woman posted the racy picture online. News 9 spoke with Susan <laughs> Rosenberg. Speed it up, you drunk fuck. corporate office. <laughs> Who said this? It's cross for termination. <laughs> and the company wants to track down the driver immediately. The picture showed a bare-chested woman. <laughs> you be assured. <laughs> was posted last week. At a personal website by an Oklahoma City area woman who calls herself Mary Ann. A hapless consultant. The caption says, look at my naughty time from yesterday. What really shocked me is that the driver would put herself in this position, no pun intended, and then allow pictures to be posted publicly. Said Brian Bates, founder of JohnTV.com. <laughs> Bates got a hold of the pictures and wrote about them on his website. The picture had already been removed from the website. At the time of this reading, John, Bates shared numerous screenshots of Mary Ann's picture and corresponding post. But apparently, Mary Ann was a prostitute, John, and she hooked up with a UPS driver. While she was at the back of the truck, <laughs> they took explicit photos. She is touting much more explicit photos of this encounter on her version of her website. That is a located, I'm sorry, that is locked away, and it's only for members. Rosenberg said UPS out to base after seeing his article in that executives were outraged by the driver's sexual encounter on company property. It disrespects UPS drivers and customers that this is not behavior we would ever condone or anyone, let alone for our company. We want to ensure our drivers and our customers that this will be fully investigated. <laughs> New <laughs> Bates said a lot of UPS employees have reached out to him extremely upset. A co-worker would do this with a prostitute in the back of their truck and be caught. I reached out to Mary Ann through her website, but I have not heard back. Next story time. Science, John. Science proves that being drunk will not hurt your marriage. That's right, John. Science proves that being drunk will not hurt your marriage <laughs> as long as your significant other <laughs> is drunk, too. <laughs> Next story, John. Uh, Sing it, baby. 
if you know the sound, but Americans stop watching porn around Thanksgiving, primarily because their parents either don't have a fast enough internet connection or there isn't enough privacy. That's right, John. As Thanksgiving Day rapidly approaches, Americans are winding up work responsibilities, finalizing travel pans, and in the recent report from Punhorb. I'm sorry, Scott. From Pornhub. (laughs) Not whatever I said before. From Pornhub.com. Is to be believed getting in all the masturbation they can. That's because a new interactive infographic. (laughs) Come on, Phil. Pull your shit together, man. The internet is jacking off. Uh, Fulcrum mothers may many mothers already <laughs> chose to believe. No one touches themselves on major holidays, or fewer people anyway, as Pornhub traffic in the U.S. sees a nearly 30% drop-off on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm having some allergy problems. As you might expect, Pornhub viewing is down across the globe on Christmas Day when everyone is likely busy watching old-fashioned porn DVDs as a family. Also note, some major news events such as the death of Osama bin Laden also sparked a decrease in porn traffic, presumably as patriotism is boner-inducing. Others, such as Felix Baumgartner's space dive, caused porn traffic to make its own epic jump as Americans were inspired by this Stunning testament to all that man is capable of to queue up some shorter, dirtier testaments. <laughs> and across the pond, the UK had until after Prince William and Kate Middleton completed their fairy tale wedding before its citizens returned to pretending to be part of some other couple's relations. Still, if you really want to be alone with your porn, there's nothing like New Year's Eve. Nearly everyone in the world chooses to ring in the night in some way besides ringing in the night. Is there old acquaintance porn or is forgotten the night. So this year, don't think of spending New Year's Eve masturbating as a sad and lonely exercise. Think of it as celebrating with otherwise neglected <laughs> porn stars. Next story, John! <laughs> World's worst murderer, John! World's worst murderer, but Donald's intended victim, while detailing plans to kill him. That's right. Police in Arkansas say a man's plot to murder another man was reportedly uncovered after he accidentally butt-dialed his intended victim. Larry Barnett, 68, of Jonesboro, was charged with conspiracy to commit murder. After he inadvertently <laughs> revealed his plan to his alleged target, a former employee, the unidentified victim, says he received a phone call from Bartlett just after noon last Thursday, but it quickly became apparent that the call was unintentional. The paragold man was then listened in as Bartlett reportedly spent a next hour and a half plotting the murder and giving a third person directions to the victim's house. At one point, Bartlett could allegedly be heard saying, I don't care if you have to burn his house to the ground with him in it. I don't care what you have to do. Make it look like an accident. <laughs> the Paragol Police Department dispatcher's office of the victim's house, which had been burglarized. There were also signs that the gas stove had been tampered with, and Jonesboro Police Department rep said in the statement, Bartlett Contains remains at the Craighead County Detention Center. 
and is scheduled for a hearing Wait, later this afternoon. The what? <laughs> the correct head. County Detention Center. Next story, John. Egghead. Well, you can look at him worse. A plain passenger who exposed his peppermint oil-troubled penis has been cleared of any wrongdoing. That's right, John. A U.S. federal judge ruled Stuart Roland Clark from Utah not guilty of indecent exposure and masturbation in public. The online blog Aberroth reports Mr. Clark troubles began on November 17th when he applied peppermint oil to his head in an airport toilet before his flight from Washington to Salt Lake City. He later told investigators that he used the oil to treat a headache as he didn't believe in medication. I'm sorry. If you're using oil to treat your head, isn't that a form of medication? (laughs) Big dummy. He said some of the peppermint oil accidentally got onto his genitals. And things started to go south. Uh, Literally. Once on the flight, Mr. Clark said his genitals began to burn and feel irritated. And so he took his penis out from his undergarments after covering the region with his coat. He was seated in the middle seat of a row of three with two female passengers on either side. One of the female passengers later allegedly saw Mr. Clark continually moving his arm under his coat. (laughs) She also said that she saw Mr. Clark holding his exposed penis in his right hand when she leaned forward to put away her glasses during the flight. She said she confronted Mr. Clark and reported the incident to police after the flight. The FBI began looking into the case, and Mr. Clark was eventually charged. But the judge found Mr. Clark not guilty, saying federal lawyers had failed to prove Mr. Clark had meant to break the law. Next story, John. Well, John, I don't know if you know this, but it's almost Christmas. And here's a story to warm your heart. That's right, John. A Southside teen didn't have her bus fare. What do you oh. think happened, John? I, I don't know. Here's what happened. <laughs> a South Chicago teen was ordered hell in lieu of $90,000 bail after she allegedly maced a CTA bus driver what? Friday. That's right. Brianna K. Emery, 17. Of the 7,900 block of South Colfax faces a felony aggravated battery to a transit employee charge in connection to the incident, according to court records. Police responded Friday morning to a call from the bus driver who said he had been sprayed with mace after a fair dispute with a rider. Emery allegedly (laughs) sprayed the driver in the face and then exited the bus, fleeing on Colfax Avenue. According to court records. Next story, John. That's it? That's it. (laughs) Police searching for a young woman who is running around in pink lingerie and no pants. Aren't we all, John? Next story. (laughs) Next and last story, John. (laughs) Man exposes himself to customers at a restaurant. Two women preparing to eat at Woodview Restaurant (laughs) when an employee whips out his junk. This is out of Burleigh Falls, John. A Trent Hills man is facing charges after a man exposed himself to customers at a restaurant. Petersburg County 
said the incident took place Saturday <laughs> at a restaurant on Highway 28. According to police, two women were preparing to eat when a man working at the restaurant exposed his junk to them. The woman left the business and called police. Rowan Levenstein, 31, is charged with an indecent act of uh, showing his junk. And that's the news. And that is the news. I am Colonel the Kraken. Wake up with Total Dog Nonsense. All right, then. I got to run. I got shit to do. <laughs> All right. See you later. Next week, baby. Why not? Fuck Phil the basement. Oh my god One of my favorite Christmas songs, John Yeah Yeah, it's coming It's right around the corner, Scott Gotta have a visit from Alfie We got Alfie, we got God We got Bob coming back We got the 12 days of the night before Christmas. Right. What was that? You think... Uh, what was that? You think God and Bob would want to play um, Shitter Shinola? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, but they God would win, right? Because God knows everything. What if we... Not so fast. <laughs> we have to have somebody to read the questions. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I could do that. Why couldn't I do that? Could, yeah, I guess you could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could do that. Yeah. How hard could that be? That's what I do all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, before we go, we got one Pat Robertson audio clip yeah. to play. Let me make sure I have my sound up. I have no idea what this is about, but I searched Google for Pat Robertson, and this is his latest, and he's talking about... Obamacare. Ah, so let's see what well, Pat, all right. Pat Robertson, Robertson has to say about well, She's an expert. Bessie McCoy is with us right now. She joins us from New York. Welcome back. Delighted to see you. Bessie, well, thank you. And here, here is the 2,572-page law, if you can see it. And the fact is, who, whoever is elected president next time, whether it's a man or a woman, should make a pledge not to sign any bill that's over 20 pages and not to sign that bill until he or she has read that bill. After all, 20 pages should be enough. The framers of the Constitution established the entire federal government in just 18 pages. Actually, people that's a good will point. die, aren't they? They will die. They are. There are some people may even die. I hate some to people say may that, die. But some Can you believe people that, will not be able to get the health coverage they need because of those politicians in Washington. It sounds like you're you're like Paul Revere of healthcare. I hope people will listen to you because you, you you're one of the few who knows what you're talking about. Thank you so much. Please come by. She didn't say anything. Thank you. Betsy McCoy. Isn't that amazing? That's she amazing. amazing. That was the like you said the best interview I've heard on Obamacare. <laughs> we didn't hear anything. I know. I'm, what? what? The president hadn't read the cotton picking bill. He said if he was, he he wouldn't be saying what he says. It's frightening. I like what she said about 2014. The people can speak, and oh, hopefully they yeah. will. It's it's going to be a, a groundbreak because this is touching everybody. You know, with Clinton. He had a fling with a one intern. Okay, so he's doing bad sex things and lying and all this, but it's one guy and one woman. Okay, and maybe he had a few others, but not. But this is affecting the whole nation. This is affecting everybody, and the people say not 
on our uh, shoulders are you going to put this burden? We're not going to take it. All right, we're going to move Ooh, on to some revolution news. <laughs> well, up next, a former Pac-12 oh, basketball Jesus. coach Ted of Robertson the year. calling for revolution. <clears throat> wow, because of Obamacare. He hasn't that? even read the bill. He just listened to some lady. Yeah, talk about it and didn't really say anything. What page? What part of it states that you're going to die? I think she did panel. make a good point, though. The what? the what defines our country was less than twenty pages. It was eighteen pages. So why can't you have something? You oh, know why. I see. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. why you can't have something like that is because America is so fucking lawyered up. You need that right, all that right. bullshit in there. Yeah, that's why all that rhetoric. Right. Because we have our original documents, but. The judicial system over centuries has produced mounds of documentation yeah. that further define that and what that means. That's why. No doubt, Scott. <clears throat> well, you know that that music is, Scott, right? That's right, John. 288 comes to a close. Coming to a close. And right. Phil joins us for 288. Yeah. I wonder if he'll be back for our Christmas special. Hey, so for our Christmas special, we have to have our... The worst five Christmas songs ever. Five worst Christmas songs ever. Bob and God are coming in. We're going to try to get them to play Shitter Shinola. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fair because God knows everything, right? Yeah. Does Satan know everything? The Bob and God show. Does Bob know everything? Of course. Of course he does. So, I mean. He could trick it out of you. Ah. He could trick it out of you. Yeah. So we can't do that. Maybe we can do something else. Maybe we can do like a dating game with God, <laughs> with or God and Bob. God and uh, Bob predict 2014. Ah, there you go. Make 2014 predictions. Well, God knows everything, That's so right. he would be right on with everything. Right on. All right, well, let's. I'll send an well, email. Let's see how right on God I'll is going to be. I'll send an email to God All at right. God.com. You do that. And uh, ask him to come up with his 2014 predictions. All right, that's all we have for this week. That's right, John. 288 comes so close. Yeah, I'm John. Are we going to be back next week, John? Yeah. That is the question. Next week. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say goodnight, Scott. Goodnight, Scott. Listening to John and Scott. A total talk nonsense.